Welcome to Jacksonville.Radio. We're a family of radio stations serving the Jacksonville and South Georgia areas. As a service to our community, we highlight organizations and events that help make this area the best place in the country to live. Thank you for listening to our North Florida neighborhood. Hey, and welcome to North Florida neighborhood. I'm Colby. And North Florida Neighborhood is all about getting to know our neighbors and hearing what really cool stuff they're doing with us and for us in our community. And today, the neighbor we get to chat with is Major Biggers. He's here with the Salvation Army. Major Biggers, thanks so much for joining us. Well, thank you, Kobe, for allowing me to... Uh to share what's going on with the Salvation Army. Of course, I love getting to chat with you. So, Major Biggers, first, give me a rundown on who the Salvation Army is. So we're a faith-based organization that meets uh, human needs in Jesus' name without discrimination each and every day. So you guys meet these human needs, and and what kind of people are coming to you for these needs to be met? Well, we have people that are... Um, caught up in crisis situations, um, loss of income uh, due to many factors, uh, loss of uh, uh, employment, especially with COVID going on uh, this last uh, year and a half or more. Uh, so our needs have uh, increased. Uh, we've uh, we began to open up a lunch uh, serving uh, time for those who needed a lunch meal. Uh, at the 900 West Adams Street at our Center of Hope are, uh, for whosoever wants to come in and get a, a lunch. And then we we also have uh, a feeding uh, ministry, community meal ministry in the evening um, that uh, 365 days a year for dinner. And uh, that has picked up uh, since COVID has pandemic has came upon us and so uh, yeah we're seeing a lot more increased needs but um, we have uh, people of all walks of life uh, come to us um, those you wouldn't even expect mm-hmm. that would walk through our doors and meet but uh, it's not I think uh, sometimes people perception is uh, the wrong perception uh, yes we, we we have a ministry for the homeless but we also have uh, services for uh, those who are caught up in unfortunate situations in life sometimes that they have no control over. And uh, so we're, we're just blessed by the resources that we have from our generous donors and friends, the partners that we have to be able to provide uh, the many needs that we do, whether it's uh, a shelter, whether it's meals, uh, whether it's food, grocery orders, whether it's utility, uh, rent assistance. Uh, so there's a myriad of uh, forms of assistance that the Salvation Army provides uh, throughout the year, 365 days a year. Major Biggers, I'm really glad you kind of debunked the myth that the Salvation Army is only for the homeless because that's not the case. You said it's for anybody that has a need. Like I said, we, we find ourselves many times dealing with uh, uh, individuals who were very successful in life just a little while ago, and, and now some calamity has struck, whether there's a natural disaster or some other unforeseen disaster, uh, that they have uh, their life has taken them into uh, this journey. And uh, fortunately, the Salvation Army is uh, available to meet their needs uh, without discrimination uh, each and every day that, that we serve. And what are some of the most common needs that you're meeting? Well, I think uh, feeding is always the, the, the biggest need that, that we're providing uh, each and every day. I think uh, for over 14,000 meals uh, we serve a year wow. to the whosoever uh, that comes through our doors. Uh, we provide uh, several hundred uh, uh, boxes of food through our food pantry that's open Monday through Friday. Holiday assistance. Um, we're, we're beginning to ramp up preparation for our uh, holiday assistance with Thanksgiving, where approximately 1,000 uh, food boxes with turkeys will be distributed to the needy. And then uh, we'll probably have around 5,000 uh, families uh, through our uh, Angel Tree program uh, coming to us for assistance for uh, Christmas for their, their children. So... 
there's just so many different, uh, especially these days, we're, we're seeing so many increased needs from persons you wouldn't even expect to, to, to see come through our doors for assistance. But, um, yeah, we, we do not uh, uh, ever uh, turn anyone away without even doing all that we can to meet their need or at least giving them uh, another resource. We work together with uh, all our partners uh, that nonprofit agencies uh, in, in Jacksonville to, to provide uh, services to the whosoever uh, that we can. And you briefly mentioned a couple of the programs you offer. Tell me about the holiday assistance and then the Angel Tree program. Yes. Uh, so beginning in October the 4th, uh, individuals can go on to apply online for the Salvation Army uh, holiday assistance. Um, can go online and uh, fill out the information that uh, we will have uh, posted. And uh, then we will determine their... Uh, need and eligibility for assistance and then contact them uh, with the uh, uh, information to how they can come and pick up their uh, uh, whether it's the food box uh, during the week of Thanksgiving with the turkey or whether it's through the Angel Tree program we'll be back at the uh, Regency Square Mall with our Angel Tree program again uh, this year uh, with providing uh, wonderful clothing and, uh, and new toys and, and gifts to uh, children that are in need from these families that uh, we screen determined that are uh, in need and uh, eligible for assistance. So um, we're uh, really excited that uh, we have that partnership with uh, all of our corporate uh, partners that uh, provide um, wonderful angel tree gifts as well as those who take the uh, angels off of the angel tree or go online and do the uh, the adopting of the uh, children on the angel tree. And it's just been such a wonderful outpouring of support for both the Thanksgiving and the Christmas assistance that we rendered uh, to those in need every year. And uh, we're blessed uh, here in Jacksonville and Northeast Florida to have such an outpouring of uh, wonderful contributions and donations that make it possible for us to meet all the needs. Uh, we had increased needs last year, and uh, through the generosity of the community, we were able to meet those increased needs, and we feel confident again this year we will as well. And you said we can register ourselves if we need help, but say we have a friend um, that might not feel comfortable registering or a little too prideful, but they do need help. Are we able to register other people and families? Well, I would uh, uh, contact uh, the Salvation Army and see, you know, uh, how we can work that out because we do need that, that online personal information as far, you know, the, name, the, the mm-hmm. ages of the children uh, and all the uh, necessary income, expense information that we have to have in order to determine the children, uh, the angels that we would have for the angel tree. But if there's a family uh, in need and a you know of that's kind of hesitant yeah they can uh, reach out to the salvation army uh they can go online on our website uh, salvation army org, salvation army org, or they can call the salvation army and speak to one of us at uh 904 904-301-4850 904-301-4850 and we will do everything we can to make sure that that family uh, is uh, taken care of for the uh, holiday season. And Major Biggers, do you need donations of food and toys and clothes from the community as well? Yes, we're, we're always uh, in need of food. Uh, non-perishable food items is best. But uh, we do have uh, a need clothing uh, and uh, new clothing and toys for our Angel Tree program that we will be uh, giving out the week before Christmas uh, this year. But uh, it's amazing to see the outpouring of, uh, I know we have one uh, one young man, a young boy, I should say, that uh, he takes it upon himself every Christmas and raises uh, new toys mm. for the Salvation Army Angel Tree program, brings in a, a U-Haul 
uh, loaded down with toys. And it's such a special day when he comes with that, that U-Haul and uh, uh, we unload all the, the generous gifts that has been given to, to this boy that's taken it upon himself to make sure that there's no one that goes without Christmas. Uh, so it's just uh, a wonderful spirit of Christmas that we see uh, through individuals like him and corporate sponsors and families and so forth that makes it possible for us to to do what we do. This is our 130th year wow. uh, anniversary of the Salvation Army in Jacksonville. And so we're really excited. And as a matter of fact, the kettle started uh, 130 years ago in San Francisco. So we have um, those two anniversaries this year with the Red Kettle Program uh, and the Salvation Army launching its uh, ministry in Jacksonville um, in 1891. So uh, it's just been a wonderful support of the community that we've been able to sustain uh, the operations of serving uh, uh, mankind so long uh, that uh, it continues to enable us to to do the most good to the most mm. people and the most need each and every day. And how are you all going to celebrate the 130th anniversary? Well, I'm glad you asked because in October we're having our uh, 60-person uh, territorial band and songsters from all over the southeastern United States, Salvation Army, musicians, and vocalists will be coming. So that weekend we'll be having all kind of uh, mu- uh, musical performances and uh We've also had some churches that are going to allow our band um, and songsters to also perform and do ministry at, at their churches as well. So we're really excited about what's happening. We're also having a bike ride called the Spuds and Sprockets, um, beginning from the Camp Keystone and going to be riding uh, the uh, Palatka uh, Trail ride uh, there. And uh, so that's going to be, I think, up to a century, uh, a metric century uh, bike ride. And I think you can ride as little as 25 miles. And so we'll be giving out uh, prizes and uh, T-shirts and medals for all those who participate in the bike ride that Saturday. I just want to say thank you so much for being such a great neighbor in our neighborhood. Well, thank you, Colby. Appreciate you uh, allowing me to share all that's going on with Valley Church. Thank you for listening to Our North Florida Neighborhood. Listen again next week, and if you have an event or organization you'd like highlighted, please contact Colby King at Colby, C-O-L-B-I, at Jacksonville.radio. Welcome to Jacksonville.Radio. We're a family of radio stations serving the Jacksonville and South Georgia areas. As a service to our community, we highlight organizations and events that help make this area the best place in the country to live. Thank you for listening to Our North Florida Neighborhood. Hey, and welcome to North Florida Neighborhood. I'm Colby, and North Florida Neighborhood is where we get to know our neighbors and hear what really cool stuff they're doing with us and for us in our community. And today, the neighbor we get to chat with is Olivia Hoblet. She's the founder for Trinity Love Hoblet Foundation. Olivia, thank you so much for joining us. Hi, Colby. Thank you so much for having me back. We are so excited and so good to hear your voice again. Yeah, I'm super thankful because as really the year starts getting more wrapped up, you guys are having events and we get to kind of touch base again. But first, give me a rundown on what the Trinity Love Hoblet Foundation is all about. Well, the Trinity Love Hoblet Foundation was founded in 2016. Our sweet Trinity, she uh, unfortunately passed away Mm -hmm. June 30th of 2014 at age um, 14. Actually, I'm sorry, she passed away June of 2015 at age 14 from a ruptured brain aneurysm. So Trinity, just just a bright girl who just loved everyone. She was always smiling and she was always hugging everyone and just telling everyone everything's going to be okay. So we knew that with all the struggle that Trinity had from, you know, this condition, we knew that this is something that she would want us to do is how we can save lives out there because that's what Trinity's all about, mm. right? She was always loving everybody. And so my husband and I, and also with um, a, a group 
uh, of our friends from the St. Michael Academy, we all got together and say, okay, let's, you know, start a foundation in her name. So it's been um, super successful. We work very close with Wolfson Children's Hospital with the Baptist Health and the Baptist Neurological Institute, which last time you've met Dr. Ricardo mm-hmm. Hanel. Uh, he was Trinity's doctor, and he was there to support us as well. And also Dr. Aldana, uh, he's been very good um, assisting us and giving us what we need toward the foundation. So um, it, this is our, going to be our fifth year, um, you know, and what we do is we give uh, funding and support toward brain aneurysm. Uh, we... Uh, we do the uh, training and treatments and also uh, awareness as well. So back it up for those of us who don't know what a brain aneurysm is. Explain that. Yes. Yeah, so brain aneurysm is actually those little uh, bulging in your artery. And so what it does is um, it could rupture at any time. And there's actually two in 50 people walking around in the United States um, have unruptured brain aneurysm not knowing about it and it can be preventable right Mm -hmm. so that's why if you seek for medical attention if you have a family history of uh, brain aneurysm or anybody in your family had a uh, issue with a brain aneurysm talk to your family doctor and they can definitely you know talk to you more about it and there's actually a you know a testing that they can do on um on, on an annual or, you know, maybe every two-year basis so they can monitor that. It's preventable, but what are some of the signs that you do have a brain aneurysm or it might go towards that? Well, one of the things is if you have the worst headache of, of your life and you have never really had that type of headache before, seek medical attention, mm-hmm. right? Um, that was one of the issues with We've talked to a lot of survivors, and that's the same thing as they said. It's just like a hammer hitting your head. It's the worst headache of your life. And that's why always communicate and see your medical doctor if something doesn't feel right. And where does something like this stem from? So, um, you know, one of the um, one of the symptoms, um, again, from the, well, let me go back, um, one of the um, with the brain aneurysms from smoking, mm-hmm. um, as you know, remember from the last call that we had with Dr. Ricardo Hanel, smoking is one of the biggest issue, and it could also be hereditary. Mm-hmm. And also, um, one of the um, part that Dr. Hanel always um, mentioned to us as well is the blood pressure. That's mm-hmm. why it's always important to monitor your blood pressure. And so you can't like. Really, you won't know you that you'll have um, brain aneurysm. It's, there's no symptoms to it. It's just, it's just if you just have the worst headache of your life. And the Trinity Love Hoblet Foundation is all about bringing awareness and then raising money for those struggling with brain aneurysms, and then also geared towards research. And what ways can the community come and support you? Yes. Um, actually, if you go to trinityhoblet.org, there's more information that you can learn from it. Um, any support that you can provide will be great. We are collecting some um, donation, and this is the um, you know money that we can use toward research, toward awareness. And we also um, support the Wilson Children's Hospital and the Baptist NASA here in Fernandina. So anything that we donate over $25,000, the um, Baptist Health do match it 100%. Wow. And anything, so it's so important. So imagine if we donate 25000 that's $50,000 that's going toward research, mm-hmm. that's going toward education and treatment. And that's why, um, you know, right now donation is so important. But also to us is awareness. Just communicate with um with your family and with your friends and what aneurysm is about. Pay attention and, you know, if any of your, anyone 
you know, had the worst headache of their life, you know, just remind them to seek medical attention because you never know. Only your doctor will be able to tell you that. And do you guys have any upcoming events? We do. We have the Trinity Love Hobbly Foundation 5th Annual Gala. Um, as you know, last year we weren't able to hold a gala because of, you know, the COVID. And so this year it's just going to be a small event for us. So we're super excited. And it's actually going to be held at the Courtyard, Amelia Island. We're super excited. The hotel just opened three months ago. It's a beautiful property. It's two miles away from the historic district. It's right across from Fort Clinch and right across the, um, it's right across the street from the, um, from the beach and so you enjoy and enjoy an evening here on our um island's newest boutique hotel courtyard amelia island again we're featuring performances from top la artists uh we have dinner designed by chef nico we'll have some cocktail hours and special you know overnight and weekend stay package for the gala guests is available and so of course it's it's all in support to fight against brain aneurysm. And we're so um, very thankful to our sponsor. The Innisfree Hotels is one of our biggest sponsors right now. And they are all about supporting local communities. And they're so passionate in supporting the Trinity Love Hobbit Foundation. And we also have the Medtronics. And we also have IBM and Rayoneer and Fiber Built Umbrellas. This has been such wonderful, wonderful supporter to us. And when we go to this gala, what can we expect other than great food and a great performance? Like, where is this money going towards? This money actually will go toward, um, you know, to support our mission and to spreading the awareness, but also to be able to uh, fund and support the research and the training and the treatment for brain aneurysm. Okay. And and tell me about the, we were talking a little bit off air, but recently a bill was passed that is a huge stepping stone for the Trinity Love Hoblet Foundation. Tell me about that, Olivia. Yes, we are tremendously grateful to um, Senator Aaron Bean, Representative uh, Duggan, and Representative Clay Yarborough. We um we needed funding toward the brain aneurysm research because, as you know, this could be hereditary. And so we work, we're working with Dr. Ricardo Hanel and his team at Baptist Health and Baptist Neurological Institute. So they, uh, Dr. Hanel and his team filed for um, appropriation request for funding. And so we're super excited because the bill passed. So the research will actually be the familial brain aneurysm research project in the state of Florida. And the governor actually signed, um, you know, allowed that to be part of the budget. And so it is super exciting. And they're going to be working with the University of Miami as well. And so it's so good to partner with Baptist Health and Baptist Neurological Research toward this very important project. And for those of us, because like you've said, bringing awareness is such a huge part of preventing brain aneurysms. So what's it look like for us to bring awareness on a day-to-day basis? Just pay attention to your health. Mm -hmm. You know, um, one of the biggest issues, again, is, is smoking, check your blood pressure, just communicate with your doctor. It's so important. Your doctor will know exactly what your history is. Pay attention also with your family history. If anyone in your family have a family, um, anyone had experienced um, brain aneurysm, please mm-hmm. uh, talk to your medical doctor and you know and set a plan with them. And Olivia, tell me again how we can get in contact with you and the foundation, and then how we can buy tickets to the gala. Yes. So please visit trinityhoblet.org. You can get more information about our foundation and get more information about brain aneurysm. And again, trinityhoblet.org. And you'll see a tab there for the Trinity Hoblet Gala. And you can just link to more information and it'll direct you to the Eventbrite where you can purchase tickets. Okay. Olivia, thank you so much for all you're doing and for being such a great neighbor in our neighborhood. Thank you so much, Colby, for having us again. And we are so thankful 
to everything that you all are doing for supporting our foundation, but also looking out for our community. Mm -hmm. And that is truly amazing. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Our North Florida Neighborhood. Listen again next week. And if you have an event or organization you'd like highlighted, please contact Colby King at Colby, C-O-L-B-I, at Jacksonville.radio. Voices that shaped 90s country. Experience the soundtrack of a generation with the front men of country. Featuring Larry Stewart from Restless Heart. Richie McDonald, formerly of Lone Star. And Tim Rushlow, formerly of Little Texas. Saturday, September 18th at Thrasher Horn Center. Get tickets now at thcenter.org or call 904-276-6815. The front men of country. If you owe the IRS back taxes, then get ready to pay up. The IRS has giant private collection agencies actively tracking down folks who owe the IRS. So if you think dodging them was stressful in the past, it's going to get a whole lot tougher. Optima Tax Relief has this advice. Don't wait. Solve your tax problems now before it's too late. Optima Tax Relief works to stop the demand letters, stop the aggressive collection actions, and stop the IRS collectors from targeting you. Ask Optima about the Fresh Start Initiative, one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered. If you qualify, you could save thousands, and nobody knows this program better than they do. Optima is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, and they get results, having resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get a fresh start. Call today for your free consultation. Call 800-707-4522. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Texting enrolls you into reoccurring automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Come on, one more rep. You got this. There it is. Nice work, man. You're a beast. Thanks, man. I feel better than I have in years. And I got to tell you, taking Nugenics makes a huge difference for me. Nugenics? That's the uh, testosterone booster with TV ads with Frank Thomas. The big hurt, right? Oh, yeah. The patented key ingredient is Testofen, which helps boost free testosterone levels and increase lean muscle mass. Well, it's clearly working for you. Hey, are they still giving out compliments? bottles for people to try for themselves? Yeah, Nugenics is a great way to increase lean muscle and feel stronger with more energy and endurance. Man, I need to get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics. No problem. You just got to send them a text. Text KICK to 321-321 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Plus, text now and we'll include a bottle of new Nugenics Thermo, our most powerful fat incinerator ever, to help get you back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text KICK to 321 321- Three two one. That's kick to three two one three two one. What if I told you you could save a baby's life for just twenty eight dollars? Well, it's true. Preborn is a ministry doing just that with the help of people just like you by offering free ultrasound sessions to pregnant women and girls who might otherwise choose to end their pregnancy. We know that pregnant girls and women who can see their babies on ultrasound are far more likely to choose life. Your gift today can save babies' lives. Just $28 can give a mother who is abortion-minded the chance to see the truth of the baby that is growing inside her. $140 can do this for five girls and women. And a $15,000 gift will provide an ultrasound machine that will save lives for years to come. Whether you want to save one baby or five or hundreds, that opportunity is just a phone call or click away. Call 833-850-BABY. That's 833-850-2229. Or give online, preborn.org slash radio. Welcome to Jacksonville.radio. We're a family of radio stations serving the Jacksonville and South Georgia areas. As a service to our community, we highlight organizations and events that help make this area the best place in the country to live. Thank you for listening to Our North Florida Neighborhood. Welcome to North Florida Neighborhood. I'm Colby. And North Florida Neighborhood is where we get to just get to know our neighbors and hearing and are able to hear everything they get to do for us and with our community. And today, the neighbor we get to chat with is Kathleen Miner. She's the founder of Hopeful Handbags. Kathleen, thank you so much for joining us. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for having me. How are you today? I'm great. And I'm so thankful we get to chat because you're passionate and you're knowledgeable about Hopeful Handbags. So kick it 
it off and tell me what y'all are all about. Okay. So Hopeful Handbags is an organization where we, well, the base of what we do is we take one slug handbags that are donated within the community and we fill them with necessities and things to make people feel amazing. And we donate them out to people getting back on their feet from domestic abuse, whether they're in shelters or in programs or they contact us one-on-one. That opens up the conversation. And we do this for men and women. So it's not just women because statistically it is women that end up in domestic abuse situations, but it is all across the board. And it happens in all socioeconomic backgrounds. You know, and the big part of our mission, too, is the more adults that we can get out of these situations, the more children that we can save from growing up in these abusive homes, which Mm -hmm. sometimes leads to abuse to the children as well. So I want to talk all about handbags and all of that. But first, just laying the foundation of hopeful handbags. How did all of this start? Well, I started in 2017 in St. John's County, Florida. And since then, we have spread globally. But I started it because... My mom grew up in a very abusive home, and she had me when she was 15. My dad was 17. They're still together. They're just such amazing people. But we lived across the street from my grandparents. I know. They're so awesome. Um, We lived across the street from my grandparents, and my mom had a lot of siblings. She was just stuck kind of in the middle of the age of the siblings. So there were younger siblings that were mine and my sister's age. So I just have these memories of her going across the street, breaking up all the chaos and sending her younger siblings back across the street to my sister and I and standing at the chain link fence and just waiting for everything to sort of calm itself down. And then I remember driving my grandmother to the emergency room. And, of course, Mm -hmm. I knew that what was going on across the street wasn't normal because I didn't grow up this way across the street. This wasn't what was going on in my house. Mm -hmm. And I always wondered, why does she go back? It just – it stuck with me. I remember being five, sitting in the back seat, thinking that. And as I grew up, I mean, I'm going to be 50 on my next birthday. I've got four kids of my own and three grandkids. And so all the way through my life, it has just stuck with me as to why do people stay in these abusive situations? But obviously it hurts, right? Mm. It's not a good place to be. So once, you know, I still have teenagers at home, but once everybody kind of got self-sufficient, I went and got certified to be a domestic abuse advocate. Um, because I wanted to understand things. And the first thing I found out was there is no one reason why people stay. There's absolutely not one single reason Mm. because they're all different. And it has to do with power and control. And when you're in those situations, you feel like there's nowhere to go. And you also start to be taught and believe that maybe you're not worth it or this is as good as it's going to get. And so... We started, I, my husband and I started this organization so that we can open up that conversation and let people know that you can reach out and chat and we can talk through it. Maybe you need to come up with a safety plan. You know, maybe you, you need to do some healing on the inside, but the first and foremost, we want to get people to safety. And so that's kind of a little bit of background as to why I even started Hopeful Handbags. I always wondered if my grandmother knew that there was help and support out there, mm. if she would have stayed. Now, you know, she passed away over 30 years ago at this point. So 30 years ago, people weren't talking about domestic abuse really at all. You know, it stayed within families. And, you know, she she passed away of a brain injury because I, I just truly believe you can only get hit so many times. Um, my grandfather passed away about seven years ago knowing what he did was wrong. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he's got, you know, all these kids that some of them, you know, went one way and some of them totally did a 180 because they weren't going to have families like that. So that's a brief background on Hopeful Handbags and why I started it. And so the foundation, and like you reiterated several times, is, hey, there's an option. This is not a lifestyle you have to live in, and safety is available. And you get to help now pamper the people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And what that does is it opens up the conversation, because who doesn't love a handbag or a backpack mm. full of not only necessities, but things that make you feel great. And that opens up that conversation. We have a lot of people that will call us before they call the shelter or the police station. Um, And that's because they feel like they can open up. There's going to be no judgment. And we sometimes have to just get across to them. And sometimes it's just simply us telling them what to expect. This is what you're going to expect when you call the shelter. This is what to expect. This is what they're going to ask you. This is the typical process. Um, same thing with when they call the police department, you know, because they're just worried. 
So sometimes we just have to reassure people that, you know what, this is not your fault. You need to get to safety. And if this is what you, you know, if it's an emergency situation, obviously you've got to call 911. You've got to do what you've got to do. And um, it just opens up that conversation. So that's what the handbags do. That we're able to pamper people, yes. But quite honestly, it's to gain that trust and get that conversation open because we put little tags on each bag. And what we have found over time is that people will take those tags off the bag, which is what we want them to do, and give them to somebody else and say, hey, listen, if you need to talk to somebody, Get in, get in contact with them. They're, they're, they can talk to you. But just like your grandma, grandma Kathleen, I'm sure there's times where these people call for a handbag and that's it. And, and they don't move forward and they go back and stay with the abuser. So mm-hmm. then what? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, that's one of those things. A lot of people, I mean, they say statistically people will go back and forth like seven times. Dang. That sounds like a lot. I know. Um, yeah. And But this is where I... I kind of quantify that in my mind is that at least they know we're here. Yeah. That's more than they knew before. Mm-hmm. And we have found that they don't go back and forth as many times because we start to work on things. We have some workshops and I work a lot of people with one-on-one, but self-perception, which is what they think and feel about themselves. And we find that most people, not even just domestic abuse survivors, but let's just talk about that for a minute since that's what we're here to talk about. Either they go into those relationships with a very low self-perception, what they think and feel about themselves, or they gain it while they're in there. So they don't come out thinking very highly of themselves at all. So that is one of the base things that we start to work on. And when you start to really think of just that you're amazing and you are limitless and you're worth it, then those decisions start to change in their head. And that's when we start to see them not going back as often because they realize, hey, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. I don't have to live like this anymore. Um, and a lot of it, you know, it comes down to things, too, of being, being confident enough that, you know, I can go get a job. I can go do these types of things. I can do this on my own because finances is another big issue that comes into play. So we have programs that we're, we're trying to get people in. It's been a little challenging, I'm not going to lie, with COVID, you know, and people with jobs and things like that. But, yeah, they do sometimes go back and just letting them know that we are here. Mm-hmm. We're here. But it starts to build their confidence to where they're like, hey, you know what? I don't deserve this anymore. And they don't go back. And on top of the handbags, what other programs are y'all able to offer? So we have our self-perception workshops and our self-defense workshops. So those are the two main workshops that we do. Yeah, self-defense has been so amazing. And we actually can do it online, which has been great. Our self-defense instructors are amazing and they even make it so interesting and you can learn so much and you don't have to be hands-on there so for our for our survivors of domestic abuse our workshops are always no charge we can get scholarships for those and then for the but they're open to the community as well so when they're open to the communities when they pay a fee it's always a small fee but it goes back to helping more of those people that are getting back on their feet from domestic abuse. So those are the two main programs we have now. We are working on fundraisers. We have an amazing fundraiser starting in October called Fund Duel, and you'll be able to see that on our website. But we're trying to get transitional housing going, um, a you know, house where we can have different rooms. And within that year, they are not only in our programs, but other programs that will help them with sustainability, you know, financial programs, making sure there's a job so that they can qualify for their own place. Um, we've got some journaling workshops coming up. We've got a whole lot of things that are being loaded onto our page because we have so many people that we collaborate with that really want to help. And we want everybody to know that it, it is no charge for survivors. So just reach out. I mean, it's all about just growing from the inside out. Mm, I want to go back a little bit. You guys are offering so much, but back to the source, which is the handbags. Why out of all things, mm-hmm. did you pick, pick handbags? Like, well, I personally always love handbags. I am, I love handbags and it doesn't have to be a designer handbag. Like I just like handbags. Um, but also a friend of mine who is actually in England, she was doing this with homeless with sanitary products on the street, mm-hmm. filling the bags with sanitary products and going around and actually just giving them out. And I thought, gosh, that is a great idea. But as we talked about at the beginning, you know, my passion is helping those people back on their feet from domestic abuse and, and bringing out that awareness. So that's how that started going together. 
And, you know, I put out a post this was in 2017 of, you know, what we're, what we're about and, you know, we're collecting handbags. And, like, the next week I had a lady call me in touch with me through Facebook and we, she is a huge part of our organization even today. And she said, I got my friends together and I collected handbags and necessities. Where mm-hmm. can I bring them? And so that, and then this, the ball just started rolling about that. It just started rolling. More people started donating handbags and necessities. And the smile that these women mm-hmm. and men get on their faces is just amazing. And then if they have kids, the kids seem smile. So it's about raising hope, too, and letting them know that, you know, we care. We do care, and we're here. And so that's kind of how, that's how the handbags came in. I am a handbag person. I love a handbag. <laughs> I mean, it's so funny. I'll be, you know, when we're, we're going to bring them to different organizations, um, you know, we have a warehouse now that we share with three other nonprofits in town, or two other nonprofits, so there's three of us. But how oh, are we going to pick them away? We need 50. I'll be picking them off the shelves. And my mom, who's in charge of filling the handbags and getting all the volunteers together, you know, she'll be like, well, Kath, you got to take, you got to take some of these other ones too. I'm like, but I know. So I'm taking the ones that I love. <laughs> so it's like shopping for <laughs> you. That one too. Exactly. But I'm like, I know, but you know, so anyway, she taught, she's like, nope, somebody else has different tastes. So it is, it's like shopping. And Kathy, I love it. And then I can give them away. Or I just called you Kathy. But Kathleen, I love how you're able to do this with joy and having so much fun because overall like your goal is to create a world without domestic abuse so how do you or how are you hoping to get to that point well it is but like you said being enthusiastic about it being passionate Mm -hmm. about it and not i know it's such a subject that is not a happy subject but if we can have passion and excitement with raising awareness and letting people know their limitlessness in this world and what Mm -hmm. they're capable of and what they deserve then we can do that in a way that we can actually get that awareness out and not have it have a negative feel to it. So that is really our goal. And that's why we have events. That's why we've got an event coming up in St. Augustine, Florida on November the 7th with Spice and Tea Exchange, which if you've not been to one of those, you're missing out. But, you know, Santa's going to be there. We're going to have the holiday spirit going. And it's just, it's a fun event. But in that, those events, it raises awareness. And typically in our events, even if it's an awareness event, which we call events, like if we go to a market and we have our, our space set up where we're handing out our brochures and collecting handbags, so we, I call it saving. Um, save so many people because they'll call them and we'll give them the brochure. It's like, oh, my gosh, there was such a reason why I was here today. And those people will call us later. And either they're in a situation right now or they have been in the past or they grew up in some way like that and they needed they need healing and or they need to get mm-hmm. to safety so that's our goal that's what we're here for and what we've done is you know our area of northeast florida since we're based in our global headquarters is in st augustine florida everything that we do here we can then roll out to other organi- other places that we have hopeful handbags in the world like literally globally and so they look at us by okay this is what's happening this mm-hmm. is what's working and then they tweak it to their culture or their community. And it's just been, it's been amazing to get involved and have people really want to help. Um, Kathleen, do you have any success stories you're able to share? Oh my gosh, there are so many, but <laughs> one in particular. So there's, um, you know, there's one who, you know, she said even recently, because we keep in touch with our survivors, you know, I, this is the first time I've ever felt like I could say something and somebody finally listened. Hmm. with no judgment. So we have um, people that we collaborate with that help us build resumes for our survivors. And sometimes it's really hard for somebody to write a resume for a job when you've literally and figuratively been beaten down, right? You don't think very much of yourself. So that past person and the things that you're good at, when you ask that person, what are you good at? And like, Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. So this person went through our program, worked with one of our professionals to get their resume going, and really, it's so much more than a resume. So I will tell you, like the, the sessions that they have, and they dig into what have you done in your past, what things bring you passion, and the resume is built upon all of the things that they're good at, and mm-hmm. dig into the things that they've done in the past and the things that they've forgotten. So this person has built this amazing, you know, resume now, reminded herself of, oh, gosh, how great, how great she really is. You know, it's not that she's raising these kids, but, oh, my gosh, all these things that she knows. And so um, what we did was we 
we have an internship program as well where we will bring some people on as interns for Hopeful Handbags for the different things that we need done behind the scenes. It also helps them build a portfolio. So she had done this, that, and so anyway, now, you know, on the track of for the first time in her life getting her driver's license. Whoa. So she's not been able to drive because she didn't have a license. This is a huge step, right? Oh, my so gosh. She's actually going to be, quote, free, right? So that's the way she said, I'm finally going to yeah. be free. I don't have to rely on anybody. And now, you know, having some finances come in to where she can actually start working on, oh, my gosh, I can actually purchase a car. Like, I can actually get something and not have to tell. Now she's not going to have to tell her kids, you know, we can't do that because we can't get you there. Um, so... That's just one of many, but that one really, it stands out because these things that we might not think mm-hmm. very much of, we might think, well, who doesn't have a driver's license when you turn 16 or 18, you know? Well, not everybody does, and mm-hmm. they were kept from having one for a reason. My God, that's, it's, so, it's so exciting. Yeah. And I'm sure in your position, it helps you celebrate the little wins because that overall, that, that's a huge win. Absolutely. That is a huge one. And every single little win we do celebrate. Mm-hmm. And even when they, when they, the, the, a huge win is when somebody reaches out too. Mm-hmm. When they reach out, that's a huge, huge win because they finally opened up and they're at a point where they're they're realizing that, you know what, I don't have to stay in this situation. And a lot of people will stay in these situations because they think it's, well, it's good for the kids. My kids need two parents. Oh. Or that's, you know, we can have a whole conversation about that. But we always have to remember what the kids are seeing, what the kids are hearing, and what's happening. And what do we do if we have somebody in our life that we think is being abused? Uh, first thing is to just let them know that you're there for them. It depends on who it is, obviously, whether they're going to open up that conversation. But I would always let them know that you're there and say something very plain. Like, you know what, I'm just a little bit worried about you. You know, how are you feeling about this relationship? Or ask questions like, do you feel like you can do blank? Do you feel like you're being kept from doing blank? And another great way that I love to open up that conversation, especially with women, is you can say, you know what, I heard of this organization where they take one's love handbags and they donate them to people getting back on their feet from domestic abuse. Why don't we start to collect some handbags? Mm. And I'm not just saying that so that we can get more to hand out, yeah. but it does get people thinking, right? And we do this at our, at our events as well. We can hand them the brochure if, if we have any idea and trying to think that and they don't want to talk about it. Well, you just let us know if you have any handbags to donate. And then they start to look at the site and then they start to feel a little bit more comfortable mm-hmm. to reach out. But I will say there are lots of reasons why people stay. Mm-hmm. So people typically it's family and friends that they don't want to know because they don't want them to think that this person's bad or things like that. So you do have to kind of tread those waters a little bit carefully, but letting them know that, you know what, no matter what, I'm always here for you. For your mom, she realized that what was happening in her home was not normal. But then for some of her siblings, like like you said, they thought that that abuse was normal. So can you just reiterate what is not normal in a relationship? Yes. Oh my gosh. So this goes so far, but a few things are obviously physical abuse. So we always call it, we actually changed everything on our site. You'll notice it doesn't say domestic violence anymore. Um, We changed everything to domestic abuse. Mm -hmm. And the reason is is because when people see the word violence, they think of um, contact, right? Mm -hmm. Violence, beating up, hitting, things like that. So obviously that is not acceptable. There's no reason why somebody should be touching you and beating you or, you know, sexual abuse. There's so many different kinds of actual physical abuse. But then you also have emotional abuse, psychological abuse. So if you're feeling like you're being isolated, maybe somebody's out telling you, you know, you can't go see your family. And one of the tactics that a lot of abusers will use will say, you know what, though, you would stay with me if you loved me. Mm. You would stay here and not go with them, whether it be a family member or a friend. And that happens over and over and over again. So across the board, what I like to just say is if you feel like you are being kept from your life, you know, making decisions for yourself and or financial abuse, right? Maybe you have no control over the money. Maybe you have to turn over your paycheck to somebody. Maybe somebody's putting you down all the time. That's emotional abuse. And this can really, emotional abuse is really hard to get over. 
and your kids are hearing this if you have kids. So there's, those are just a few signs. We do have some videos on our Facebook page, and also we're putting them up on our YouTube page. We already have some of them there. But just about the different kinds of abuse, because isolation is a really big one. Financial abuse is one. Um, psychological, when they try to, an abuser will try to change the story around, you know, so it's never, and nothing's ever their fault. It's always the survivor's fault. And so if you are feeling like that's something that's continuously happening in your relationship, then just reach out to chat, right? And, it, and this is the thing, too. People have that question, well, what if it's just, you know, how come it can't always be abuse? I mean, it's not always abuse. Well, also, you might be in a situation where you're just not meant to be together, hmm. right? That's a whole other conversation. But just, I mean, we talk a lot about the abuse part, but there's different kinds of abuse. Yeah. If you are, have any questions, just want to chat. We're not going to. Nobody's going to do anything. Nobody's going to come to your house and, you know, grab you out and make you leave because this is up to the survivor as to whether or not they leave. Kathleen, if we want to chat more and just kind of get things figured out and get our heads set on straight, how can we get in touch with you? Well, um, on our website, we have a phone number, and we also have email and messaging. So the phone number to Hopeful Handbags is 904-383-7158. And like I said, that's on our hopefulhandbags.org website as well. You can call or text that number, or you can send us an email. And obviously, if it's a dire emergency, you would want to call 911. Um, we also have emergency shelters that you can even just Google emergency shelters in St. John's County and or Duval County or Northeast Florida. You'll have some that pop up. And when you call a domestic abuse shelter, they're there to help you. That's what they're there for. So if for some reason you choose to do that, that's fine. But know just to reach out to chat. Sometimes you just need to be reassured and we can just talk you through it. Maybe you need a safety plan because leaving is one of the most dangerous times. And if we want a handbag, where can we go and who can we contact for that? Same thing. You can call or text that number or give us a message and then we'll chat with you and we'll make sure we, we get it to you. And if you're an organization that does help people and you're not receiving hopeful handbags yet, again, reach out to us at those numbers. And we can coordinate and get you the full hopeful handbags and meet up and get those to you. And tell me one more time what that website is. The website is hopefulhandbags.org. So H-O-P-E-F-U-L-L handbags with an S dot org. Although if you spell it wrong, just so you know, it usually comes up. Okay. Well, Kathleen, thank you so much for all you do and for being such a great neighbor in our neighborhood. Well, thank you for having me. And I'm so happy that we're getting this awareness out because we want to do this before it's too late. We don't want to be talking about this just when something bad happens. Thank you for listening to Our North Florida Neighborhood. Listen again next week. And if you have an event or organization you'd like highlighted, please contact Colby King at Colby, C-O-L-B-I, at jacksonville.radio.